Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Let's ride with Touchdown Denver. Touchdown Denver. Hosted by Nick Ferguson and George Stoya. All right, everybody, welcome back from that quick break. Uh, and Nick, I wanted to talk about one guy. Uh, he, he's in the news today for, for good reasons, but uh, I wanted to talk to him, talk, talk about him specifically uh, for a different reason, and that's his contract extension. And I'm talking about Dalton Reisner. Uh, obviously been with the team the last few years, was drafted by him. Uh, was, was it in the second round, Nick? Yeah, I think it might, it might have been the second round. Second round. Um, obviously, Dalton's been with him. He, he's been a starter the last four years, I believe. Uh, a, a guy this year, I think he's the only offensive lineman, Nick, that has started every single game this year for the Broncos. Uh, he was named the uh, team's Walter Payton Man of the Year nominee today. Uh, obviously does a lot of really good stuff in the community. He's a local guy from Wiggins, Colorado, a uh, small town right outside of Denver here, uh, and, and has done some great stuff. His contract is up, though, Nick. Uh, at the end of this season, and I know a lot of people have been talking about Draymond Jones and if they're going to extend him. Dalton Reiser is also another guy that I think a lot of people thought that they would try and keep him, uh, but we have yet to see that. I don't know if they're waiting for the end of the season, uh, if they're going to let him walk and maybe go to free agency. Maybe they look to totally revamp that offensive line. But what's maybe your thought on how they handled uh, Dalton Reisner's future? This is a very uh, interesting uh, topic that you bring up because – Usually when a team is, is struggling, you know, the organization is not looking to re-up anyone, extend anyone. And basically this is how I, I'm, I'm reading the tea leaves and I could be wrong, but this is just my own personal opinion. When, when, when teams start to lose, it, it has a profound effect on so many things. And, you know, looking at the fact that Draymond Jones has not been extended. You know, Dalton Reiser, has, has, none of these guys have been extended. But that is a byproduct of, of losing. And when you look at the organization, and maybe this is what George Payton is thinking, and I mentioned this before, when a team is struggling, you want to see which guys have that ability to fight. You mentioned that, hey, Dalton Reisner is the only guy when I started the lineup who has been consistent for a period of time, right? They, the Broncos have had a bunch of makeshift guys with due to injuries and inconsistent play. But he's thinking, hey, listen, I've been a four-year starter. You know, you just mentioned the fact that, you know, being the Broncos, Walter Payton, man of the year, uh, nominee, he's great in the community. So he's figuring, hey, listen, man, I, I live and breathe, you know, Denver Broncos. So so why not give me an extension and keep me here? But this is one of those strategic situations where it's a wait and see. We want to see how this thing plays out. Are you still going to continue to play your best ball at the end of the season, knowing as though the team is out of the playoffs? 
This is something that they're looking to see uh, if Don Reisner continues to play at a high level. Yeah, here's what I think they're thinking, Nick, is the offensive line hasn't been good all year. Um, and, and and Dalton, I, I don't want to say he's the issue, but I'm sure he's had his inconsistent play at times this year. Now, like I said, he's been the only one that's been healthy all year, so you have to take that into account. And he's been healthy pretty much his entire career. I don't think he's missed a whole lot of time in the last four years. So it's one of those things where he's healthy, but could you get better at that position? Probably. Uh, but the but the issue, Nick, is I don't know where you've got a whole lot of other places you've got to get better at. So signing him to you know a team friendly deal or bringing him back on a, on a two year deal, whatever that looks like, uh, is probably something that you want to consider because you still have to fill right tackle, right? Which I would assume is something they'll they'll try to do in the draft, maybe even in free agency as well. Uh, you know, you probably want to get better at center. Maybe that's something you do in free agency as well. You need depth up there, so you're going to do that probably in the draft as well. So you, you've got all these other positions. You've got, you know, I, I wouldn't be shocked if they're trying to get another running back, um, you know, this offseason, trying to maybe get another playmaker at wide receiver. I don't know, right? But but there's all these other positions that they also have to fill. So you kind of look and say, well, we got we got a nice player in Dalton uh, that if we can get him on the right deal, that's what we would do. Now, if you're Dalton – I'm saying, well, I've been a four-year starter. Uh, I've played for you all these years. I, I'm sure there's a market out there for him, uh, Nick, for other teams. I'm sure there's other teams that might would might pay him more money. I wonder uh, if if he would prefer to stay. I would I would assume he'd prefer to stay in Denver. Like you said, all the reasons why wouldn't he be? Uh, he's from here. He's won Walter Payton Man of the Year this year. All those things. Uh, but I do think that he could probably say, you know what, I'm going to walk and uh, get more money elsewhere. See, see, George, let me tell you a little bit about the business of football, right? Reisner may think that as though other players have thought about that. But that's this is one of those things that uh, where losing really hurts your market. You're playing for a team that's not playoff bound, and the excuse or justification can be used that, hey, listen, I'm the last man standing. So that should count for something. And the grand scheme of things in the business of football, no, it does not. Because they're looking for ways to not pay you more money instead of giving you more money. So the fact that the team is not performing well and he's part of that offensive line, this whole concept that maybe you go out there, you hit the market, and maybe uh, there's another team would be willing to give you more money. Nope, not going to happen. Now, it's great if it happened for Dalton, but hey, he wants to stay here. The team knows he wants to stay here, right? And also, know they know that the team, the offensive line, isn't playing well, and the offense hasn't been that great. So when you look at leverage and negotiations, all that leverage goes to the Denver Broncos. Now, you can say, well, hey, the Broncos have so many guys on a, across that offensive line, they're going to need to stick with Dalton Reisner. Yes, that 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 is true. Reisner, I guess that's the one pro that Reisner had is just, hey, listen, Hey man, I'm I'm the I am the last guy standing, and you have over 23 other guys that you're gonna need to re up, and you're not gonna be able to retain all those guys. So why don't you bring me back? And they're gonna say, yeah, we're gonna bring you back on a team friendly deal. And because Ryzen knows that he may not be able to get that much money out there on the market, guess what happens? He now retains his ability to be the the right uh, the left guard for the Denver Broncos. And he's here. Is he, is he going to get that massive payday? No. But once again, 
George, that's a byproduct of being on the losing team. And, and, and that, and that hurts guys pockets. Let me ask you this, Nick, if, is is part of the reason maybe they don't they don't re up him is because maybe they have a new head coach here soon and maybe the new head coach has a different scheme and Dalton Reisner doesn't fit it. I mean I don't know. I'm just throwing things out there as to why they wouldn't want to do it in season. Is is that something that would cross you know George Payton's mind when he's thinking about this? Yeah, I mean it is a possibility, right? We don't know what the Broncos are going to do with their head coaching position until they actually do something. And we probably have to wait until maybe uh, the last two games uh, of the season to kind of figure that out. But, yeah, they're factoring in everything. Maybe, you know, new coach, when he comes in, he wants to kind of reevaluate and look at the players. But also, you know that depth is a problem. Having so many guys as free agents and not going to be able to sign all of those guys back so there's pros and cons to this whole thing. And as a player, and, and I've been in Dalton's position before, it is stressful. You want to stay here. You said he's from Wiggins, Colorado, right? It means something for him to be a part of this Broncos organization. It means something to Wiggins, Colorado, that he's a part of this Broncos organization. He doesn't want to go anywhere. He wants to get paid. He wants to be validated for his ability on the field. But at the same time, you're only worth what the market states that you are. So if he decides that, hey, the Broncos didn't extend me during the regular season, we didn't play well, so let me go test the market. Right now, I can tell you that market is not going to be great, and he's going to end up coming to coming back to the Broncos and taking less money, less than what he thought that he was going to get. So at the end of the day, the answer to the question, will Dalton Reisner be – uh, Bronco in 2023, I said, you know, uh, the chances are he will. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, I agree. I think he'll be back. I, I don't know what it looks like, um, but I, I do think he'll be back. I, I think that they they try to work some sort of team, like I said earlier, team-friendly deal um, because, again, they just need guys. They need bodies on the offensive line, and he's a guy that's that's proven to, uh, you know, again, stay healthy. He's, he started four years, played in different systems. Um, and is a good dude, you know, he's a good dude. And, and I think you want good dudes in your locker room, but Nick, you mentioned something earlier uh, in, in regards of, of Dalton, but I think it's also in regards of the entire team. They're playing on a losing football team, right? Uh, they're three and nine, which means they're going to be, uh, they're going to have a six straight losing season in Denver, which is, I think, I think it's tied for maybe the longest losing streak in, in, in franchise history. Um, I thought it was interesting, Nick. I asked Russell Wilson after the game on Sunday, I said, hey, you've never lost nine games in a season. Um, and he hasn't in his career, 11 years in his in his career, and he's never had uh, this type of a season, this many losses. You know, how frustrating is that? Uh, and he said, it's it's the worst feeling. I, I don't ever want to feel this again, uh, is what he said. Nick, t- take me into that locker room. What's the reality for this group? you know, setting in and, and knowing, 
we're going to have another losing season uh, and there's five games left. I mean, I, I feel like it, from the outside, everybody would say, oh, well, what's the point, you know, uh, you know, in, in, you know, uh, these last five games, but obviously these guys are some of the top competitors in the world. Uh, they're they're going to go out there and compete still each Sunday. Uh, but, but, but what's just the reality for this group, knowing that they're, they have another losing season this year. It's a very uh, difficult one. And, you know, you know, we're talking about Russ, but let's talk about Justin Simmons. He has no idea what a winning season is. I mean, since he's been a Denver Bronco, all he's done is loss, right? And just think about the emotional toll, mental toll it, it takes on you. It becomes really frustrating. And you're trying to manage your professional life and your family life simultaneously. And you're looking for reasons why every single you th- single day you come in, why do I continue to do this, right? And for some guys, it's leaning on your family, saying, okay, well, I see them every night when I go home. They are the reason why I continue to come to work every single day and have a positive attitude. We've seen, you know, and we've talked to uh, both Russell and Justin in the locker room, Still, still happy-go-lucky guys, but you can tell that it's bothering them. But once again, one of the most criticized guys this season has been Russ. And everyone wants him to show emotion of frustration and anger. But just think about it. You just said it. I mean, th- this is the worst season in his career. Nine losses. He's never been through this before. And you got to think, you know, most quarterbacks, most players, how they would react in the media – to questions about, hey, man, what is it like to lose a game? What is it like to know that your offense is struggling and everyone's pointing the finger at you, but he's not turning into that player everyone wants him to, to be? So to me, that, that still demonstrates uh, certain you know values and characteristics a, as a leader, but it's tough for those guys in the locker room, especially when those losses are consecutive, George. It's one thing to say, okay, well, we're going to win two, and then we're going to lose two, win three, and then we're going to lose two more. No, they're losing back-to-back-to-back games. And it's in the fashion of which they're losing those games that puts more pressure on players. I can only imagine what that plane ride it was like from the Panthers to Baltimore, you know, just kind of being on that, that plane. And you, you want to be happy about your job, but, but it's hard knowing as though you're losing consecutively and knowing as though the media, local media, is trying to drive a wedge between you, that that's a very difficult situation to be in. Yeah, and and I think you, you bring up an interesting point, Nick, because I think it's a weird situation for the locker room because, like you said, you have a lot of guys on this team like Justin Simmons, Cortland Sutton, Draymond Jones, Dalton Reisner. They've never had a winning season, right? Uh, and so, you know, part of me is like, do you kind of get numb to it if, if you're those guys? Do you get, Do you get a little numb? To losing then you've got the other side of the locker room where like you said russell wilson he's never experienced this before so this is his first time you know going through a difficult season like this dj jones right it's another yeah. guy they brought in he was playing in the nfc championship game last year you know he's three and nine this year right he came to denver thinking i'm going to get back to where we were uh with, with san francisco right Kwan Williams is another one. So you, you've got these guys, you, and you've got, you know, Pat Sertan. I know he's been on two losing seasons now with the Broncos, but think about the, his college days, right? He's playing yeah. for national championships. He, he lost maybe one, two games his entire career in college. So 
you've got this situation where there's, I think, some guys like like Justin Simmons, who's seven years now in a row, uh, or, or I guess six years in a row, that he's he's not seen a winning season. And then you've got other guys that are like, I don't know how to deal with this. Uh, and so it's it's a really interesting situation for that locker room right now. And I, I think that there's part of it that you look towards Russell, you look towards some of those guys that have played in those, you know, those those winning teams and say, you know, they need them to t- try and turn the culture. And you also need the guys that have been losing to not get numb to it, right? Yeah, you do. And more importantly, you look at this uh, Broncos team, uh, the sheer makeup of it, they have a bunch of young guys on this team. And the mentality is so important because if there are guys who do get used to losing, let's be totally honest, you can get used to winning, but you can get used to losing as well. So when you talk about setting a culture and changing a culture, that, that culture has been set for the past six years. That's why when, when this team gets into a situation where they fall behind, they're, they're trying to finish the games. They really don't know how to, because They've never really seen it. All they've seen was just kind of uh, despair, right, and heartache, and they need something to change. But once again, George, everything that we're talking about starts with one thing, and that's coming together, winning as a team. You have to finish. You can't allow that losing mentality to set in because there are too many guys on this Broncos roster who were really successful in college, and all of this is brand new to them. Remember how you got here, why you got here, why you play this game and try to lean on that as a way to move you forward. And yes, the offense is struggling. They're probably going to continue to struggle. You know that. So that means defensively, you have to go out there and be perfect. And that means you have to be perfect for not 45 minutes, not 55 minutes, not 59 minutes, for 60 minutes. Does that put a lot of pressure on the defense? Absolutely. But if they want to win, then it's going to be all on them. Yeah, I mean that's that's the reality for this group to funnel five games, Nick. So uh, I, I think you're right. We got to take a quick break, Nick, uh, and then we have one more thing we want to talk about, uh, and and it's one weakness uh, that the Broncos may have now uh, found a strength in, and I know that that's something that uh, you wanted to talk about. So we we will uh, dive into that after the break. 